Okay, so I wanted to continue some of the um, thoughts from my previous discussion about uh, some of the things that um, I'm seeing in conspiracy theories and how they evolve and um, some of the things that people don't know about me, like why I have the point of view that I have. A lot of people try to put me in a box and they're like, well, I mean, they try to figure out where I'm coming from, but it's difficult because it's probably unique. Um, and I just want to kind of level set that. That's part of it. Um, and But the best way to do that is to give you an insight on how I evolved into the person that I am. And I feel that, you know, I have a point of view that I can offer to others who have not experienced the same thing. And maybe, you know, you get something out of it. Okay, so I shared a story about um, this girl that I met in the city, the one that was, you know, the young girl who ran away from home and that whole situation. But there was part of that story that I kind of wanted to, um, that I didn't include, but leads into the topic of discussion that I just, you know, uh, elaborated on before. Um, when I was being interrogated by the agent, right, uh, one of the things that um, he said, he made me aware that they knew that I had um, signed up for uh, membership in this group called the Young Socialists. That was when I was, uh, before I graduated from high school, so I'd say 16, 17, somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, one day I was in the house and um, somebody rang my bell. And, you know, I go to the door and it was two young white kids, maybe 20-ish. Real, like, um, you got that not not hippie vibe, but laid back, you know, chill vibe, whatever. <clears throat> Anyway, um, what they wanted to present to me was, you know, their agenda about, you know, the social programs that, you know, they had to offer. At first, I thought they were like um, Jehovah Witnesses or um, at the time, uh, also Hare Krishnas were, you know, pretty, you know, uh, pretty frequently visiting people's homes at that time. And um, how I, I knew that they were persistent and I was ready to like, you know, give them my whole Satanist shtick, which is something that I would do just to like make them leave me alone. Not something that I believed in, but I knew that it would frighten them enough so that they would just like stop coming. But uh, when they... These two, when they explained what they were there for, <clears throat> what they were talking about wasn't such a bad idea. They had like, you know, they were talking about, you know, free education and um, fairness in medicine, you know, free medicine, free medical care, 
you know, how they could make that happen. Um, they were part of a community uh, where they had like uh, pantries. So, you know, people could get food. You could work within the pantry. You could get money. And I was like broke at the time. And I was like, well, damn, that, you know, that sounds like a good idea. So, I, you know, I signed up for it, you know, signed their little uh, clipboard or whatever. And, you know, I was supposed to attend a meeting when they were going to contact me or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. I blew them off first. And and then um, I didn't follow up because, um, you know, something else came up. You know, I had made some other moves and, you know, that wasn't something that appealed to me, you know, right away because I was, you know, able to get like a job. So, you know, I forgot about it. Um, So... When the agent, now this is, what am I, 20, 21, close to. Um, so that's a gap of uh, four years, four to five years. And um, I was shocked because, you know, I hadn't thought about that since that time. And that kind of made me nervous. Like, wow, how do they have that information? Um. And, you know, like the girl hadn't been there that long for that kind of in-depth analysis in my mind, whatever, but they readily had that information. So, you know, my mind was like, well, how did they get that information, you know? And then I started thinking, well, shit, were, were those, you know, too legit? Was that like a test? Because, you know, that happened. That happens. You know, they send people out um, to... Uh, test the waters to see if people are, you know, that they feel may be um, easily coerced into doing some illegal shit or whatever, you know, whatever. Um, you know, that whole thing went through my mind and I was like, wow, you know, and the, and the dude, you know, the agent was like real aggressive and shit and very judgmental. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, you know, um, this is kind of scary <clears throat> because it happened. And and now he thinks that I'm like some kind of communist, you know, and I got some chick upstairs and I'm like, you know, uh, you know, holding her against her will, you know, that kind of shit. So I was nervous, but, um, you know, you know what the story happened, you know, how everything played out. But um, that made me realize how easily you could get put in a box and labeled. And, you know, there's a term for that. It's called prejudice, right? And when we were young, when I was young, right, prejudice was the term that was commonly used to describe um, judging people by their the color of their skin or nationality. But... But in its proper context, the whole deal, the wholesale predisposition of others, right? It was a very, you know, you'd hear it in movies and so forth and so on. But you, you notice how you don't hear that description anymore? Um, it, it's become more granular now. We have terms like, you know, racism and anti-Semitism and homophobia, you know, all that stuff. 
um, you know, they sound smart, but and hip, you know, it's smart, it's hip. You know, we have people who use these terms, you know, they like they're in touch with shit, right? Um, but you know, if you simplify it, they're all symptoms of the same root issue. But that granular that granularity is not a coincidence. It's it's purposeful that that's being done. Um <clears throat> Because if you look at all of these things as prejudice and you attack it as what it is, then you have to look into fairness for everyone. You know, this ideology that, you know, America is just and all that, you know, salute the flag shit, hand over my heart and all that kind of stuff. You know, we're all one people and, you know, whatever, whatever, you know. Um, these modes of thinking contradict that if you say prejudice is predominant. It's all prejudice, right? And if you do away with that in its entirety, then you have to look at the people who have benefited from the things that I talked about before. So um, that can't happen. You have to what you do is you you minimize the impact of the anger and you direct it to smaller quantities. You break it up and, and, it, and it dilutes it. So you're like laser focused on an issue when it comes to, you know, homosexuals, um, you know, their treatment. Um, but that's separate from racism. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, these are different issues for different people. But it's not just one thing. You don't put it all in one one bucket and look at it as a, a systemic problem. And now we're changing the narrative <clears throat> in the background as to how we ended up where we are. Because, you know, we don't want people to realize that um, this is a problem generically with how our... Um, Society is today, the state of our society today. Anyway, um, you know, the term sheep is used a lot colloquially, but it's often misconstrued. What they really mean is lemmings in the terms when you talk about sheep. The difference between like lemmings and sheep, lemmings, you know, we're talking about the phenomenon where they all jump off the cliff, they follow each other because of some sort of like, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Some sort of internal um, directive um, that causes them to do this. It's like born in their DNA to do this, <clears throat> but they do it without like any second thought. Um, it's different when it comes to sheep, right? With sheep, um, sheep are herded. Um, they're forced into groups by sheep dogs. They don't do that on their own necessarily. If you were to take a fence down and get rid of the dog, sheep would just wander all over the place. Just like you see goats and shit, the mountain goats, they're not all, you know, on top of each other. They hang out, yeah, they're all homies and whatnot, but they don't cluster. You know, their whole thing is they're able to climb 
the side of the mountain. Just like, fuck you, you can't get to me, you know. Um, hurting is, um, hurting is a technique, not necessarily a technique, I'd say. It's a phenomenon where you have a group of animals that are afraid and they're clustering, they're huddling together and they're running, right? And, um, how that protects the group as a whole is the ones that are in the middle are the ones that are most likely to survive. The ones on the outside... You know, it's, it's, you know, you're on your own, but, you know, you know, you, you're protecting the rest of the herd and sacrificing yourself. <clears throat> Sheepdog take advantage of that instinct. That's the word I was looking for. They take advantage of that instinct and um, they invoke fear to drive the herd, you know, in one direction or another. Um, that interpretation of the word sheep um, is more appropriate when you look at what's going on today. It's fear that forces people into a direction. And, you know, you have your sheepdogs, right? Their job is to keep everybody in line. You behave as one because you're all afraid and you're trying to escape whatever perceived danger you're in and everybody heads in the same direction. So, you know, the rule of war, divide and conquer, right? You have a large enemy or target. Uh, you don't, you can't defeat it in mass. You have to divide it so that it doesn't recognize its own strength. And that's literally the like recipe of what you're seeing today. Um, and they're using tools, information, misinformation, suspicion, fear, lies, uh, all of that stuff to confuse people so that you don't, you know, you don't, you don't see the whole picture and everybody just like sorts, sits down, says to themselves, says, <clears throat> wait a minute, hold on, we're being manipulated, fuck you, you know, that's just to prevent that from happening, that's the whole thing in a nutshell, it's not really complicated, human beings aren't as sophisticated as we think we are when it comes to that, so, <clears throat> what we're seeing is that on steroids today, um, you, you, you treat everybody is being treated, is, is being broken up into these little groups and throwing rocks at each other when, you know, they should be looking at their common enemy, which is um, taking, you know, taking advantage of. And, and you know, this is, it's, it's in your face. Again, like I said, it's, it's in your face so that it's so visible that you can't believe that that is the agenda because it's so obvious. So you dismiss it. And, and that's how the con game, con game, the con, the word con comes from confidence. You establish confidence. Well, <clears throat> when it comes to this particular game, what you establish is a group of support 
of an idea where you have like small groups of people who have a common um, perception and therefore they don't allow any other information to come in that would distort whatever it is that they believe in. Uh, everybody's out to get me. But you see me. You see me. You're, you have my, my best interest at heart. So I'm going to, I, I'm, we're going to be empowered by your power that you give to them. Their power doesn't exist. You, you give it to them. Um, and so that's, that's the thought, the, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I just wanted to make that point, that distinction, um, so that people would understand one aspect of me is why I don't put myself in groups um, that situation taught me not to put a label on myself because when you put a label on yourself, then you allow people to classify you and put you in a box and they can control you. Um, they can make assessments about who you are because you're in that group. You self-identify as a member of a group. When in reality, you're all individuals, everybody has their own reasons for being X, Y, or Z that may not <clears throat> necessarily reflect itself on the group's overall platform or purpose, but you're easily labeled and easily controlled because people will see you as one. Take, for instance, um, like Black Lives Matter. Let's look at that for a second, right? You know, you have a, 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 a slogan that comes out of um, the resistance to police brutality and all that kind of stuff where, you know, people of color aren't given um, an, a, an equity in the justice that's going on, that is, that's available in this country, right, and are being killed and controlled, right? And, you know, um, they're being killed and then their lives are being dismissed as if they don't have any value. So somebody says black lives matter. Not that they matter more than anybody else. It's just that, hey, man, my life is equal to yours, dude. Like, you know, I'm not less than you are. I, we are the same. But the lab, the, 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 the slogan lended itself to misinterpretation and then steering it towards the idea that this term or the people who participated under that umbrella were only concerned about themselves in a term for uh, um, and ex with the exclusion of everybody else right internally you're saying um I'm being affected because of who I am. We identify. Um, and we want you to know that, you know, we are the same as you. And so, yes, it is a personal thing, but it does not exclude you from everyone else. It is an attempt to be included as, you know, everyone else. But because you picked this, 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 you know, that, that phrase, it's, you know, the first rule of, like I said, you know, when it wants to divide and conquer is to take that message and twist it. Put a twist on it. For people who are hearing it 
for the first time or don't understand the mechanics behind where that idea comes from and what you're trying to say, change the message so that it invokes fear. And the unknown invokes fear, right? Curiosity, maybe, but fear if you're thinking, hey, they're coming out to get me. You know, they take it from <clears throat> it being a statement of, hey, I matter, a statement of um, wanting identity for your um, persecution and twist it to be a threat to your existence because, you know, we're, we're trying to exclude you from, you know, uh, who you are. We're, we're going to attack you in mass uh, because, you know, we have this label on us. <clears throat> So, you know, it started out as an idea. Then you have other people who join in who don't really understand either what's going on. And then you have this chaos going on. And uh, it completely unorganized. But all that mattered is the narrative. And then when you put those ideas out there, right, you put this narrative out there, then the fear or lack of understanding has a target now. Whether it's... Uh, justified or not now they have a target that they can they can point at and again section themselves off and now it becomes you become a division away from others and then you can take that narrative and apply it to everybody that's in this group whereas that's not the reality everybody is an individual they may suffer common um, sufferings, but they're still individuals. And that gets lost when you become, when you identify as a member of a group. Then you have people who, okay, well, I'm going to speak. You have a person who's a member of the group. The message is being is misconstrued or whatever, or they want to take advantage and coalesce to make it seem as though everybody's under one you know, they're they're all of the same mind. And they go out and speak. Um, there's no, like, membership and voting and having a platform. No, somebody just says, hey, you know, I represent this group. And people say, okay, well, this person represents that group. You know, the fear part gets amped up. Anything that's negative gets amped up and travels around because, you know, people are afraid and, it, and they're being told that, you know, there's like some sort of army coming for them. <clears throat> and then you get stupidness, you know, as a result of it. You get people that take advantage of that confusion and chaos, uh, thinking that violence is going to um, benefit them. They're frustrated and some, you know, just troublemakers, you know, wanting to do shit because they want to do shit. Uh, nobody looks at them as individuals. They look at you as one entity. So what I'm saying is that um, if you stay out of groups, you don't identify with any of that, people are forced to look at you as an individual. And that is one of the reasons why I don't participate in groups. I don't sign petitions anymore. And I don't identify as a member of any party or whatever. It's just me.